everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at ICSativaPodcast. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Anchor FM, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon and support us. We are planning on doing big things with our humble little projects such as going to trade shows, visiting other MMJ or recreational states, and doing on-field work. By supporting us, this helps us to keep the lights on, pay for rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. Again, that is https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. So I, I couldn't wait until Sunday to do this. Um, an, another note, um, for Saturday, um, today, I'm not going to do a main um, episode like I usually do. But um, you, you're still going to get an episode from me today um, as soon as I'm done editing this. But um, but the main episode will wait till next week. But you're still going to get two name and shames for tomorrow. Um, I think, I don't know, I think I might do things a little differently. I think I might stagger the name and shames. Like I might do one, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm just talking out loud right now. I'm just thinking out loud. I mean, I mean, I'm, I may very well, I may very well contradict everything I'm saying now. But, um... But yeah, I'm. I don't know. I, I'm thinking I might split up the name and shame, so so you guys get one on Sunday and one on Monday. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm just toying with this idea right now. You'll still get you'll still get two as usual, but I might maybe going into next week or the week after, or maybe even this week, I might just do one Sunday and one Monday. You know, maybe record both of them the same day and then release one Sunday, release one Monday, because I. I mean, I, just putting, releasing two in one, one day, I, I mean, I may continue to do it, but I don't know, I'm experimenting with the formatting and, and whatnot, but, um, today's episode is going to be about New York's latest fiasco, um, I mean, I don't know if you watched the, um, about the episode about, um, New York being on board to legalize soon, um, I mentioned in that episode that New York is not going to have home grow, you know, that they're going to sort of emulate Washington State where only patients can, only medical marijuana patients on a list can get uh, home grow. And New York is taking that same example. But, but the news coming out of New York is even more sinister than, than them just simply banning it. But there's actual collusion by the, I mean, if you even call New York's program medical marijuana, because they, 
It's very, very restrictive. It's one of the most restrictive ones in the country. Uh, um, you know, you can't even have whole plant cannabis. You know, you can only have vape, vape pens, tinctures. I think they recently allowed lozenges and whatnot. But um, I've, I've heard some horror stories about New York's program. Like, I've heard that that um, with the uh, vape carts, that they put, they cut the vaping material, the vaping concentrate with coconut oil. You're not supposed to vape coconut oil, last time I checked. You know, you're not supposed to be vaping fat, fat into your lungs. That's, that's like a medical disaster waiting to happen. But, um, I, I mean, I digress, but, I mean, it's, it's that bad that they're doing stuff that's potentially dangerous to a lot of people. But, um, but yeah, the, the news coming out of New York is even worse than we all thought. Um, marijuana moment, uh, Tom Angel's marijuana moment, and I think Kyle Yeager of that publication just broke a very, very compelling story, um, about New York's situation. And it turns out that, um... The new, the few medical marijuana people, if you can even call their program medical marijuana, they they lobbied the governor of New York, uh, Andrew Cuomo, to when 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 legalizing cannabis to to make sure that there's no home growth. So these these medical marijuana companies literally literally colluded with the governor to ban home cultivation, to ban their sort of monopoly when when wreck hits. Like how how effed up is that? That's 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 BS in a nutshell. That's that's regulatory capture right there. Like like we we're seeing in all these ten states, you know, it's the big wigs that are determining policy, and are making this essentially a pay-to-play industry where it's like the NJ Weedman says, I'll never I'll never stop getting sick of quoting this, but it's like the Caucasian cannabis corporations, you know. You make it so the process is so arduous and, and hard to get into that, you know, only people with millions of dollars can afford to make it out of these pay-to-play schemes. And, you know, before you know it, you just have rich white millionaires that monopolize the weed industry like you've seen in all these states, you know, and the pioneers and the black and brown people who this 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 legal cannabis movement has been built on, you know, they, they get left in the dust while people that have none but contempt for the plant and that are just trying to make a quick buck are, 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 are hold the reins of everything. They hold the reins of all the power. They, they control the retail license, retail medical or recreational license, and they're making the lion's share of the profits. While brown and black people are getting grown in jail, grown in cages. While, you know, millionaire white people who, who don't really know about the plant or care about it and just want to make a buck, they're the ones getting licenses. And they're the ones petitioning governors in respective states to keep their, their retail cartel going, pretty much. It's, 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 a, it's a darn shame, it really is. So I'm going to read this article. It's not, a, it's not a particularly long one. Um, and then I'll name and shame the said companies that are doing this. So this is from Reason Magazine. They're, tra tra they're traditionally a libertarian sort of leaning leaning source. But, you know, libertarians on, on weed tend to be pretty on the money. So 
you know, although I wouldn't normally care for this as a source, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I feel with marijuana and marijuana covers, they're pretty, they're pretty fair and pretty knowledgeable on it. So let me read the article. Will New York's recreational marijuana policies be as dumb as California's? Governor Cuomo throws his support behind a plan on home cultivation, possibly on the behalf of already entrenched pot groups, by Scott Shackford. New York may be following California's bad example in legalizing recreational marijuana in all the wrong ways, guaranteeing an oppressive, potentially punitive environment where the government decides the market's winners and losers. Democrat, Democratic Governor Andrew Cuomo's support and recommendation for the legalization in New York apparently came with a very significant string attached. No home cultivation allowed. A month before Cuomo detailed his recommendations for legalization, Marijuana Moment reports he received a policy statement from the existing medical marijuana industry officials with their own ideas. And it, it, it an entire chapter devoted to warning against New Yorkers from growing their own marijuana at home. Kyle Yeager submitted a records request to get a copy of this 29-page memo from the New York Medical Can... Again, if you can even call their can medical cannabis industry a medical cannabis industry. I, I, I put quotes behind that, but I digress. From the New York Medical Marijuana Medical Cannabis Industry Association, here are the five reasons why the entrenched industry warns against letting people grow their own pot, as summarized by Jaeger. One, homegrow will make it impossible for the state to eliminate the black market. Two, homegrow will make it impossible for law enforcement to distinguish between legal and illegal processes products, thus frustrating enforcement efforts. 3. Homegrow will undermine the state's harm reduction goal of ensuring that cannabis sold in New York State is grown without noxious pesticides or other contaminants. 4. Homegrow will undermine the state's public health interest in ensuring that cannabis sold in New York State is tested, packaged, and labeled correctly. 5. And, and the last one. Home grow will cost the state revenue, thus hindering the state's ability to fund priorities such as drug abuse treatment and community investment. Weirdly, quote, us growers may not make as much money, did not make the list. <laughs> but of course they made sure to point out the state may not make as much money. Quote, they know their audience. Let's dismiss the dumbest of these arguments first. Bans are what, what prompt black markets to crop up. It's almost chronically stupid for a bunch of medical marijuana dispensaries to suggest that legalizing a homegrown operation somehow fosters a black market. And they most certainly know that. But government officials are generally unwilling to admit that, they're, that they are the cause of, not the solution to, black markets. The health questions raised by homegrown marijuana are issues that consumers should evaluate themselves. The industry's position here resembles the arguments of people who tried to prevent 
who tried to prevent amateur home chefs from selling their baked goods to the public. In both cases, the public health argument is a fig leaf covering a desire to protect someone's market share. As the as the last point, just think of how how much a re, how much revenue a state could get if it banned cooking at home entirely, forcing residents to get all their meals from restaurants, thus requiring everybody to pay more in sales taxes. That's that's fundamentally the logic here. The organization is arguing that the state should legally ban a behavior unless it produces a revenue stream for the state. In California, the state's failure to earn revenue and the continued dominance of a marijuana black market stands as indictments of the state's regulations. The taxes are too high. The restrictions are too severe. The hoops to jump through are too numerous. In Los, Los Angeles, the city's entrenched medical marijuana shops got to jump in front of the line when it came time to hand out recreational marijuana permits. And the city is dragging its feet and letting new entrepreneurs join the market. In Los Angeles, the obvious pandering to establishment to excuse me, to establish marijuana vendors is fostering a continued black market. If people can't get what they're looking for cheaply and efficiently while still following the law, a certain number of them are going to be willing to break the law. And yes, California does allow for home cultivation for personal use, up to six plants. That's not what's causing the black market any more than allowing people to grow their own corn is creating a black market for homemade tamales. End of article. So, I mean, a couple things to unpack here. Um, I mean, this is just the usual suspects wanting to protect their money. There's just big money interests trying to protect their monopoly. Because if people home grow, they're not buying their 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 uh, four hundred or five hundred dollar ounce, you know. And, and the state isn't making tax revenue off it. You know, if you really want to kill the black market, you put as little taxes as you can on on it, on, on marijuana. You make the barriers of entry for pioneers and for people that made sacrifices when this was still illegal. You make this very easy for them to, to sign up for. You don't put all these barriers in the way. You don't make it, you don't make it so marijuana is taxed like 40% or whatever, and then you price out a lot of people. Out, out of business because they can't they can't shoulder those costs and then you don't do it so it's, it's so expensive to get a license you know or so it's expensive to do the paperwork to become a legal adult use industry or adult use company you know if you make it hundreds and thousands of dollars to get these permits and hundreds of thousands of dollars to to, to pay the city or or, or whatever to to the, the the funds and expenses that they'll need to implement the dispensary opening in their locality, then you're not going to have a lot of people who have the money and the resources to do it, and you're just going to have pay to play like you're you're getting. But this is just so insidious, you know. They want to take away the the liberty of of uh, of, of adult use people, so they can make money in their monopoly in their oligarchy. It's so insidious what these people are doing, you know. If you know, if they, if they, if they can't win the legitimate way through an actual free market where you have 
mom and pop growers that have been doing it, you know, for decades, competing with these big name dispensaries managed by people who have none but disdain and contempt for the plant. You know, if, if they were actually having to compete with pioneers that, that know and love their product and know and love cannabis, they get blown out by these pioneers time and time again, you know. And these and these mega corporations know that. They know that, you know. That's why they're working so hard and working overtime to to suppress to suppress the black market, to suppress pioneers, to suppress activists that have been doing this for three, four, five decades. Like it, it's, it's it's so sad and it's so ridiculous. Um, I'm going to leave. I'm going to um, I'm going to list the companies right now. So you know to not give them your money, you know. I, I mean, I know if you live in like a, if you live in a lot of states where medical marijuana is wicked expensive, these these megacorps or whatever might be the cheapest way cheapest way you can get your cannabis, you know. And I get that, I understand that, but you know, we all need to be mind, we all need to know what the what these opponents, celebrity, are doing, and we all need to, we need to keep close surveillance on them. Just like the state does with us as cannabis users. So the following so this is from Marijuana Moment, this is from the document they got. Um the following six registered organizations, ROs, are now members of a new of an expanded New York Medical Cannabis Industry Association. Columbia Care Etain, MedMen. I haven't heard. I haven't heard very good things about MedMen, but I, I digress. Pharmacan, the Botanist, and Acreage New York. Vero, v, Vero Health. So those are those, those. These are the several companies that that petitioned Cuomo to not allow home grow in New York State. These are the. These are the scumbags behind this, these six scumbags. If you have a dispenser, if you have any of their dispensaries in your neck of the woods, don't freak with them. Don't use them. Don't give them your money. These people don't care for liberty. They don't care for the the right for consenting adults over 21 to home grow. You know, they rather have a state monopoly or cartel where they're pocketing all the money. You know, this is the Walmart of weed we're seeing right now. You know, these this is this is the Walmart or Amazon of weed. You know, these aren't these aren't good characters. You know that love the plant and love what the plant has to offer people in terms of improving their quality of life or just giving them or just giving them joy. You know, do not give these people business if 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 you can at all help it. I mean, I understand if like, you know, they're these these. D-bags are the cheapest and only option you've got, you know, then what I'm saying doesn't really apply to you. You're in a financial situation where, you know, you got to do what you got to do to look out for yourself. I, 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 I ain't faulting you for that at all. But it must be known that there are pe that, that regulatory capture is happening in this industry. That corporate overlayers and corporate interests are trying to are trying to shove activists and trying to shove pioneers out of it. And we must not stop being enraged about that. And that's all I have to say about this particular issue. Um, I mean, I don't really feel like I'm, 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 cover, I'm, I don't feel like I'm 
going over ground that other pundits in this space haven't already done a lot better than I've done. So that's all I have to say about this particular issue. And as always, stay medicated, my friends.